0: It's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The obsessing over January 6th. Nobody has been charged with insurrection. Nobody. None of these people have been charged in a court of law or found guilty in a court of law with insurrection. And yet the Democrats and the media keep saying insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. This is another case of the Democrats treating people as guilty until proven innocent or guilty until proven Democrat. If you're watching any of these, these media outlets, which are are facing a, a ratings crisis, quite frankly, they are, they, MSNBC and CNN are facing a ratings crisis because... We're a year past Donald Trump. Now, they could raise the specter of Donald Trump. They could they could continue day after day, night after night, to talk about how Trump is waiting in the wings, and Trump is in the background, and Trump is off to the side. And everywhere, Trump, everywhere you go, somewhere there's Trump. That's fine in coddled newsrooms and halls of academia and the Democratic National Committee. But in the real world people are asking the question who's in charge who's responsible and it ain't Donald Trump. There's nothing going on right now. Nothing going on right now. That touch that has anything to do with Donald Trump. Now Nancy Pelosi would have you believe there are two political parties in this country, the Democrats and the insurrectionists. That's right Andrew. If you believe that, you're a fool, and I have nothing to offer you. I won't be able to change your mind. I won't be able to reason with you. I I will have little effect on you. As brilliant as this radio program is, and as charismatic of a host as I am, as wide-ranging as my knowledge goes, I won't be able to help you with anything because you really believe that there's there's an insurrectionist party. You literally have members of Congress who are talking about ejecting their colleagues or determining that that future candidates may not run because of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. This is one of the craziest and silliest things I've, I've ever heard. Again, there is no Confederacy. There is no organized attempt to overthrow the government of the United States. There was no armed militia groups that had taken to the field of battle in in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Sometimes a riot is just a riot. Now, this coming from the people who have apologized for or ignored or tried to give a certain amount of credibility to every other riot before January 6th. But people like Jamie Raskin, Nancy Pelosi, even Biden himself. They are waking up every day as if it's January 6th. Well, why are they doing that? Well, then they don't have to talk about the jobs report. They don't have to talk about the labor participation rate. And it sounds like, again, we're using using that new math. Because you've got Democrat economists jumping up and down. 3.9% unemployment. But if you notice, and we'll get deeper into this, the labor participation rate numbers are off. Are they not counting the long-term unemployed? Are they not counting the people that are still receiving subsidies? You have businesses everywhere that are barely able to function because of their inability to find people to fill open positions. Is it because that the economy is growing so fast that all the good labor has been hired? Or are we paying people to sit on their rear ends? What is the nature of this labor participation rate versus the unemployment rate? Wine 695 patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Democrats don't want to talk about anything but January 6th. You know why? Because they have nothing else to talk about. If the economy was doing, was performing as advertised, there were 3.9% unemployment, wages are rising again, they wouldn't be talking. January 6th, you would have to be so completely out of touch with the majority of voters if you think that if the choice was to put who's, what issue is on top of what issue, is it the booming economy or January 6th? What touches every single voter in this country? Is it the economy or is it January 6th? How many people? If you were were to get far outside the bubble of CNN, far outside the beltway, how many people across the country, besides devoted, hard-left Democrats, with their fingers in their ears, blah, 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 January 6th, how many other people that requires their vote to win are waking up in the morning and going, oh my God, it's January 6th every day. Every day is January 6th. Oh my God, the democracy is at risk every single day. Who's doing that? Who's doing that? If you think that's what the majority of voters, if you think in the next nine months, 10 months, that the majority of voters are going to be voting on January 6th as their lead issue, you need to be fired because you're a terrible consultant or campaign manager or, or speech writer. If Ron Klain thinks that the message the Democrats have to run on is January 6th, well, then they don't have a message. They should be running on the economy, right? It's the economy stupid is an old saying for a reason because it's true. Even if it was Bill Clinton's line. They can't run on Afghanistan. They can't tell you they did a great job of ending the seemingly endless war. And right now, as the Biden administration is butting heads with Russia, with Vladimir Putin, the Russians and the Chinese are sitting back in their chairs and going, you guys are not very good at this. We didn't project strength in Afghanistan in the end. We handed over the country to the Taliban and $85 billion worth of military hardware. So if the rest of the world is not exactly respecting our commander-in-chief, there's a reason. We are looking at new and creative ways at enforcing the will of the federal government over the population, except for when it comes to the border. In New York City, the new Democrat mayor, who everybody thought was going to be Way better than Bill de Blasio. It was like, eh, who cares if 800,000 illegal immigrants vote in our elections? Now, the New York State Constitution may have something to say about that. But you have Democrats who want new penalties. Penalties for American citizens who are saying, no, I'm not going to get vaccinated. Whereas the federal government has no authority to make them get vaccinated. And if we're going to use the wheels of society to ostracize people who don't follow fiat executive orders and unconstitutional orders where the federal government keyword has no authority to make these orders, then be careful what you wish for in the future. Because your, the, the failure of thinking on the left here, at least in the academic sense, is that when you create these precedents, you may not always be in charge. You may not always be in charge, and the guy or girl in charge may not be to your liking, which is why we try to keep power in its proper box, inside its proper parameters and limitations. It's not because we want COVID to rage on. I don't want COVID to rage on. I want COVID to go away as quickly as possible. But I'm not willing to burn down the Republic to do it. Because life does have to go on. Winesick 695, Patriot 957 2874. But to listen to the Democrats, the only thing they know. The only thing that they know, the only thing that they know right now is January 6th. And that proves they can't run on the economy. And they can't run on foreign policy. And they can't tell you the border's secure. 800,000 illegal immigrants are are set to vote in New York City. While millions of people are being told they cannot go out without a vaccine passport, without a vax card. Think about that for a second. We're going to use the apparatus of law enforcement to force people when they go to a concert or a coffee house or want to send their kids to school or whatever it is, they're going to have to show some form of ID to participate in society. But of the most basic things that is required to be a voter, a citizen, we are saying loudly, not in just New York City, it's also been in, uh, I think San Francisco was trying to pull this crap too, or LA, that of the most basic requirement to be a voter, most basic requirement, you have to be a citizen of this republic. No. Then what is the republic? What What is the value of citizenship? If we are now transferring authority to executives who could just say guards, seize them, Meaning, they could just write down any order they want. I want people to show ID, to get, you know, vaccine cards to get into a, 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 a performance. But as far as people voting illegally, well, I'm okay with that. Well, what's the value of citizenship then? It's, it's actually non existent. If the non citizen, is being given permission to vote illegally in our republic while the citizen is being told it's illegal to defy an illegal order by the government itself. We don't have a republic. And if the non-citizen who's already, we're talking about, not talking about resident permanent aliens or green card holders, we're talking about illegal immigrants or or should i phrase it more properly citizens of other nations who do not have permission to be in our nation if we are going to let those people choose school board members city council members vote for sheriff vote for uh state representatives then we have no val we have no value to our citizenship because we've said that the non-citizen or the citizen of the other nation is now preferential. Now, here's another question for you. If we are going to eject people from society, we're going to ostracize people from society, we're going to eject them if they refuse a vaccination. What do you do with citizens of other nations who are in the country illegally, who also refuse to get vaccinated? Are you going to deport them? Well, the answer is no. So they will suffer no consequences. You've made them voters. Now, on the other side of that, you have Jamie Raskin, who is, uh, I guess he's the new Katie Porter. There's a sort of love affair with Jamie Raskin right now. Why, I have no idea. But he's out and about telling the world, well, the problem is the, the electoral college. We should have a national popular vote. Yes, we should let five to eight major metropolitan cities pick the president every four years and to hell with the rest of the country. That's democracy. Illegal immigrants voting or citizens of other nations voting, excuse me. That's democracy. I can give you a hundred reasons why I hate democracy then. If 51% of the population can decide it's going to take whatever it wants from 49, then I don't like democracy. If if there's no longer limitations on what the government can do to us without our consent because of democracy, we the individual that is, then I hate democracy. I don't want democracy. If democracy is defined by the majority getting whatever it wants, no matter how far away it is from the people it wants to lord over, then i don't want democracy. At that point, I despise democracy. And yet the Democrats are using January 6th. Don't talk about socialism. Don't talk about communism. Don't talk about the eradication of citizenship. Don't talk about the erosion of the Constitution. Don't talk about the erosion of the border between other nations. January 6th, insurrectionists. Well, you let me know when in a court of law, evidence to support a charge of insurrection is met with a guilty verdict. Some of these, you know, if we actually were more honest with ourselves and we really can't because we're dealing with two sets of public figures, really what the Democrats are doing is slander. They're, they're proclaiming that people are guilty of federal crimes when they have not been found guilty at all. No evidence supports it. And yet the Democrats in the media keep saying, insurrection, 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 as if there isn't a legal definition of it. And before someone is considered an insurrectionist, they have to be found guilty of a crime related to an insurrection. And even if some of the people who charged in the Capitol... Are found guilty of insurrection, that doesn't indict the entire Republican electorate. Wine 695, Patriot 957 2874. All right, we're going to get into some of this Jamie Raskin audio. He wants to, I guess, decide who gets to run for office based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Again, no one's been charged with that and he'd also like to get rid of the electoral college, but you know, we're kind of stuck with it right now. You can join me live on the Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.